have a lot in common some really similar experiences and some wildly different ones we met because of beer we bonded over comedy but maybe the thing we love most is bread and each other oh do we though whatever you know you love me how about you just pass the bread coming in hot without a bra I mean, why have mom one more layer in this heat? I mean, it's kind of nice out. No? No. It's muggy. Mm. It's got that rainy, like, the rain hasn't cleared any of the moisture out of the air. That hot heat and that wet, damp heat. Yeah. Without being super hot, just like that ugh, gross feeling when you walk outdoors that I can't wait to give way to fall. Do you think we're going to talk about how excited we are for fall every episode until Probably. fall? And then, <laughs> and then we'll just talk about how happy we'll I am. We'll just be, it's, come it winter, fall. we'll just be like, oh, the leaves, we're still frolicking <laughs> in them. Uh, yeah, why not? I don't know. Mm. We've covered the basics of fall. This is true. And how basic and white it is. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's racially pretty white as a season. <laughs> it it is a season I that could the, be wrong. the white girls especially seem to uh, delight in. Well, I mean, we all are very familiar with Bo Burnham's song at this point. And Tiny Pumpkins is an element mm-hmm. of a basic white girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Latte foam art. All those things. Yeah. A sweater. Mm-hmm. A scarf. Truly, white girls are the worst. <laughs> uh, we're here. We are. Can I eat some English muffins? I'm very excited about these English muffins. I'm a little, I don't know. We we cut into them to, uh, you know, spread things on them. And uh, they're not as airy as I would have liked. There's, um... There aren't the traditional nooks and crannies. The nooks and crannies. Which is apparently a trademark descriptor of English, or like Thomas English muffins. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I mean, my favorite experience with that is Chris Gethard had them as a sponsor for a while. <laughs> and when he would describe butter filling the nooks and crannies, it became a very sexual, like, <laughs> ongoing joke on that podcast, which I'm a pretty religious listener to. So... Him him describing Thomas English muffins and the nooks and crannies filled with pools of butter was a little erotic. (laughs) And I think there was some fan fiction that came out of it. (laughs) Love a good source of inspiration. Yeah. Mine don't have that. They do not. Even, no, they're just pretty solid and dense. And I don't know why. They rose quite a bit. Okay. But they didn't they didn't gap out like they mm. needed to. Okay. Um mm, I don't know if I like overneeded them. Oh, I don't know. Well, first of all, I want to comment on the shape of them. It's very yeah. nice. You have these little like crinkle cut well, edges. That was which the is closest lovely. circular cookie cutter I had and it was like yeah, it was um scalloped, right? Is that the 
correct description i think so it was a scalloped cutter because all of my like straight round cutters were either like really big or really small and so this was like the closest to like your typical english muffin size i could find so they look a little decorative (laughs) (laughs) it's your own take on them i like it okay you just put a buttered one in your mouth i did what's your take on that Mm. well the flavor is really good like i like that flavor a lot as far as the texture, mm. I will say it it is not super English muffiny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as like chewy, I think, as I expect. Because like I always think of like an English muffin, like you're kind of like tearing a bite off a little bit, oh. and this comes like quite easily. Um, so do I. But that <laughs> just get one in there real early at the top. Let's just start from the top. <laughs> um no it's it tastes really good the butter Mm -hmm. on it is great um i didn't make the butter the combo (laughs) of the english muffin and the butter is delightful uh i am disappointed you did not hand churn some butter uh for this episode next time next time for sure maybe we'll we'll get into that eventually um no this is good but like kind of i've never made english muffins so talk me through like what was this recipe like what were kind of the methods i mean i've never made it either and you sent the recipe to me to make you're tired of baking and i actually love this because it didn't require the oven in any capacity (laughs) (laughs) so this is a bread that i will make in the summer if i want to because it's all on the stovetop um yeah it was a combination of the the starter was just yeast and warm water and a half a half a tablespoon of sugar I think and um you wait till it gets frothy and then it was heated milk butter and sugar that you stirred in okay to the yeast mixture okay and you incorporated all that and then you just incorporated a cup of flour at a time until it became too hard to stir that was like as much instructions as they gave and I was like but, like, you don't know how hard I'm trying or not trying. <laughs> yeah, like, I could have given up too early. Well, they don't know the muscles that you formed over the last couple of months <laughs> and how just, you know, you're ready to mix some flour yeah, in. I don't know if I've done that. But <laughs> um, so it was, as it was transitioning, it was, like, almost like a, like a pancake batter. It was really runny. And then you just kept adding flour and until it was smooth and then adding flour till it was smooth like a third cup at a time up you could add up to three cups and i think i got to like two and a half okay and then i just adding any more would have just made it and it ended up becoming more of a biscuit texture it was kind of like flaky and um dense i guess i couldn't stir it anymore so i called i could (laughs) and then you let it rest for 15 minutes rolled it out cut it and then it rose for almost two hours okay and so it did they i mean they fluffed up and i thought they would be more airy inside when we cut into them but alas they're very very dense (laughs) what was like was there on the recipe like a minimum amount of flour to include because like i i would Mm -hmm. be Uh, at least two okay and so you get to two and then the third, so it calls for three cups. And so that third cup, it was like, add in a third at a time until you can't stir. 
So I had about a half a cup left, I think, at the end. I don't know. Maybe it's too much flour. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Because, like, that instruction was sort of like, okay, I guess we're not, it's not taking on any more flour. Did it, yeah, did it tell you what to expect the dough to be like Mm -mm. as a consistency at all? No, it just wanted it to be smooth and no longer stirrable. That's weird. So it did, it sort of just sort of like ended up balling up into like a a biscuit texture really is what the dough reminded me of. So I don't know, but yeah, I do like the flavor. And then you lay it in a bed of cornmeal, but the cornmeal all kind of like comes off, but I mean, there's some on the bottom. Yeah. But it comes off as you're cooking it in. And then you heat it or you cook them in the cast iron skillet. Oh, nice. So like on the stovetop? Just straight on the stovetop, three minutes on each side. Like that's oh, wow. the entire baking process. Okay. So it was different. Yeah. But yeah, you're just supposed to heat them till they're hollow sounding. I mean. They you... were very deflatable. So you had to like, it said to like scoop them very gently. Out of the, I had them in like a cookie tray in the cornmeal while they were rising. Mm -hmm. And like one of them, I think I like grabbed and it just like. (laughs) So you did have to be like very gentle with the spatula. And then to get it on to kind of rise a little Mm -hmm. bit in the heat. And then they did, they rose more in the heat. Okay. Oh, I mean, like you also did, like I'm looking at the top of one of them and it does have that very traditional, like the darker brown, Mm -hmm. like you can tell it looks like an English muffin for sure. Yeah, it does. I mean, I think it tastes like one, too. It does. I'm getting the flavors of an English muffin. Yeah. I don't know what that is exactly, but not and sweet. It's kind of yeasty. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Yeah. And then it just said till they were, like, golden brown on each side. Like, that was the entire... <laughs> nice. I mean, I would make them again. I almost, as they were cooking, I almost thought it'd be interesting if you incorporated, like, within the cornmeal maybe like some garlic or some seasoning or something Ooh. just to give them like a little bit more a different savory. flavor yeah yeah because like um well actually when i was like looking stuff up uh thomas english muffins does do a pumpkin spice one in the fall now do they they do a pumpkin spice english muffin i wonder hmm like incorporating that into the dough all mm-hmm. that stuff so i've never had one but i'm intrigued yeah is Thomas English Muffins, are they, like, the only ones making... I mean, I've seen other brands now, of course, but they're the ones I grew up with, for Yeah, sure. well, so actually, when I was looking up um, the history of English muffins, mm-hmm. um, they are the original ones. It was, I think, uh, Samuel Thomas immigrated from England to okay. New York City in, like, 1876. And so... English muffins uh, actually originated in America, um, and he started a bakery uh, in New York, and the English muffin is a version of a crumpet. Yeah. Um, Have you ever had a crumpet? No. I have a friend who lives in England. His name's Ian, and I remember he was he had reached out to me about the podcast i think at some point last year when it first when we or you know last season when we first started but he was like um he was talking to me about crumpets he's like have you ever had a crumpet and i was like is that like an english muffin because that's what Mm -hmm. we have and he was like and i like sent him photos he was like no it's similar but that's not it and like he was describing it to me and i was like i don't know 
So, well, it is actually like fairly similar. I think the difference is uh, one of the differences with the crumpet is that it also it uses yeast, but it also uses baking soda. Mm. So there are two like leavening agents and um, it's much more from what I was reading because I've never had one. I know I'm very mm-hmm. curious about it, mm-hmm. um, but it's looser. It's more like a batter. It's more like a pancake batter. And um, same thing as like you fry it on a skillet on a stovetop, but you're like pouring it into these rings that are on to there. To form it. Yes. Interesting. And um, all of the bubbles, like that aeration rises to the top because you're just really cooking it on one side. So then they're like, oh. with a crumpet, you butter on the top and let the butter soak down in and then the jellies and like all of that. So this was like a little bit different, but um, yeah, Samuel Thomas in New York City started these and they really took off. Like he started selling them to restaurants and everything in New York City and started creating a really big demand and it's like grown into this and it became a part of like eggs benedict right uh and apparently um a lot of like the fancier restaurants in new york city started using english muffins instead of um toast because they thought that it looked fancier Mm. so i feel like that's kind of um in there that but yeah the reason that like thomas uh english muffins are a thing is because like really they started it so so they are the experts on it yeah no i wonder if that might be where some of that aeration like went maybe i added too much flour maybe i stirred i felt capable of stirring longer than i should have uh and maybe they should have been just a little more a little bit looser a little looser mm-hmm. um no but i like when i was like kind of doing the reading i was like i do kind of want to try crumpets now because yeah. i'm very intrigued yeah when ian described them he like that's how he explained it he's like you put it on the toppings on top and stuff and i was like huh mm-hmm. and everything that i was reading too about english muffins where it was all like it's like pre-cut so that you can kind of like pry it to get pry it apart with a fork because a knife will like mm-hmm. cut out all mm-hmm. of those bubbles and kind of like mash things down i um, mean even this said to open it with a fork if you were mm-hmm. going to toast it mm-hmm. um so yeah, did you like? Did you grow up eating English muffins? Was that like a part of the thing for mm-hmm. you? I mean, we definitely had them. I mean, it was only Tom's. Like those are the only ones we have ever had. Like I've ever had, outside of like I guess I've probably eaten them on Eggs Benedict or something. I don't order. I'm that's not a huge thing in my life that I love. Mm-hmm. But um, I like them. I'll crave them because I, <laughs> especially pre-body transformation <laughs> love a pool of butter <laughs> and they provide the biggest pools <laughs> yes <laughs> so um no i like them a lot yeah generally speaking but like i guess they, they were around the house but they like they didn't have any significance i guess yeah i feel like um they weren't really around growing up and i think Growing up, I didn't really like the texture because I like I wanted something softer or I just wanted mm. like straight toast. Um, and it wasn't until like a few years ago when I started um, meal prepping, like one of the things that I occasionally do for breakfast is like get English muffins and I make these like freezer ahead breakfast sandwiches sometimes where it's like do all the prep work, throw them in the fridge or the freezer and then just like... Um, 
get them out when I need to. And that kind of introduced me more to like English muffins where I was like, oh, this is really handy. Like this is really easy. Um, and then when I went out and lived in Montana with a friend, like her breakfast (laughs) was always like two, um, like Applegate farm, like turkey sausage links and, uh, an English muffin. And so I started like eating that because that's what was around like for breakfast out there. And I was like, oh, this is really like satisfying because it's like protein. And then it was like an English muffin with butter and jam. And I really liked it. So I've become a bigger fan of English muffins over the past like couple of years. Mm. But I didn't really grow up with them at all. I don't think my mom likes them at all. So no, I think my parents did. I mean, I remember it being we ate them with I should preface this. They ate them with peanut butter a lot. And they're it's they're great with peanut butter, and oh. I don't even like peanut butter, but I'll make them for juniper that way too, just to like get extra protein on them in the mornings yeah. and stuff. Um, especially, I mean, this is just gonna describe my body for you, but a peanut butter butter combo is a pretty great combo. Really, from a fl- I mean, it's disgusting, <laughs> but it's good because I don't love peanut butter at all, uh-huh. but. My mom would make me peanut butter and butter sandwiches. I have never heard of that. I don't think many people... What does the butter add? Because I feel like... I mean, I really like peanut butter, but I find it to be like the strongest flavor. Like you can't... I have a hard time tasting anything else. I think it's... I don't know what... It's butter and peanut butter. (laughs) Like I don't... It's exactly what you think it is. (laughs) Okay. But no, like... I mean, I put peanut butter on a lot of stuff for her i mean i put them on pancakes i'll put them on these i'll put them on biscuit like whatever just because you know we get her protein however we can but um mm, that was a thing they definitely did that is fascinating i was more of a just plain butter yeah plain butter kid but yeah i haven't thought about peanut butter and butter sandwiches in a really long time and probably describes a lot of my body <laughs> issues the things my mom was like yeah well, this is totally normal <laughs> well it's interesting that like specifically your mom would would oh, combo she didn't those eat for- it. she yeah. was not eating it then why would she give it to you that like makes no sense to me probably because my dad i don't oh, know god all right that ohio influence <laughs> fucking losers yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we don't have peanut butter on these, but we Mm-mm. do have um, some apple butter. We do. which Fresh apple butter. Y'all remember from a biscuit episode last season that I could not stop talking about or eating because <laughs> it was just so good. Um, well, I had you. So we made this last week. We made the apple butter last week. And you, um, you know, it's like a 10 to 12 hour process. So you didn't want to hang out the entire time fairly. But you did help me pour them into the jars. That was your contribution. Uh-huh. And uh, let them seal themselves. So. <laughs> yeah, it was a real big help. So I let you crack open the first jar. I haven't touched them. They've just been sitting for the last week, mm-hmm. really soaking in their flavor. And who knows, six months from now might be even better. But you said you, I came in and you had already had some. So how is it? How is um, this round? It's so good. That it's so flavor good. is there. It's everything <laughs> I want in an apple butter. Yeah. Um, yeah. And as you said, when we were like trying to figure out what part of the process that I would help with, considering uh, no one wanted me at the house for 12 hours on a Sunday. 
I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a long time to it's be anywhere. a very long time to be anywhere but your own home. Um, Correct. <laughs> but uh, you kind of described it as you were like, well, if you can chop things and throw it mm-hmm. in a crock pot and then stir said crock pot occasionally and add in more sugar and spices, you're good. No, it, I mean, the process of making it is stupid easy. If you have a day, all you need is a day. And I highly recommend, which I saw on my blog post after when, because I had to pull it up to pull the recipe. Uh huh. <laughs> and it's, there's some line in there somewhere that it's like, definitely make it if you have house guests coming over you want to impress. Like, so embarrassing. Yeah, because um, <laughs> I believe that you said it would smell. Oh, what was it? Divine. Divine. Yeah, I used that word. <laughs> Which, I mean, was not wrong because I walked into this house and, like, the first thing I did was walk to that crock pot mm-hmm. and uh, open that lid and just take a very deep whiff. Yeah. And it was it's potent. everything I wanted. No, it is, uh, but it's mindless. Like, it's truly, it's six pounds of peeled and sliced apples. And this time... I've played with different apples every time I've done it. Usually it's like what I can find the most of in the store because you need six pounds. Okay. And like Red Delicious is garbage. Like you should Mm -hmm. never make anything with Red Delicious apples. I don't even think they should be selling them. They taste like wax. I hate them. They're the worst. I hate the like the crunch. But like like a Mm. Granny Smith is too too sour. Mm -hmm. And so like that's a great pie apple but not so much a... This kind of apple. So this is three pounds Honeycrisp and three pounds, um, God damn it. Macintosh. Oh, Pink Lady. Oh. Pink Ladies, I think. Is that what it, yeah, I think I did three pounds. Ooh, I should look. I wrote it down. I didn't prepare for this at all. But one of them is on the a, a slightly more tart scale and one of them is on a slightly sweeter scale. Um, the very first time I made them, it was with like the Red Rome apples and they're sort of very similar to um honey crisps so uh-huh. uh yeah you so you, you literally you fill the crock pot and it fills it to the top with all those apples and within a few hours they've cooked down to like halfway down the pot uh-huh. and you occasionally stir them every like hour or two just and all you put in in the beginning is just the extracts just the apples and the extracts for five hours okay and then the immersion blender and you smooth it all out and then it's brown sugar white sugar and then cinnamon cloves and nutmeg that's it so you stir all that in and then you do five more hours Mm -hmm. well it was interesting when i came over we're like i could see the line Uh of like where it had initially been like blended and then i think you're talking about like the five hours cooked down and it was like it had gone halfway down. Like, it just, like, keeps yeah. reducing. I took a bunch of photos. Like, the the apples were literally over the top of the crock pot. And, like, the lid is a dome. So they mm-hmm. all fit. And then they cook all the way down to, like, halfway. And then after you blend it down with the immersion blender, it goes even further. And then those last five hours of cooking with all the sugars and spices, it gets very dark. Mm-hmm. And it gets even lower so like you start and you're like oh my god i'm gonna have five gallons of apple butter and then i think we got six six or eight jars i think we got eight jars of eight ounce jars so they're like little it's still plenty i don't know well you went through your eight ounce jar pretty quick i went through it real (laughs) fast (laughs) so Uh (laughs) uh-huh for me 
the jars I pulled out and gave you last time, I had had for over a year. Like, Yeah, I can tell you right now, mine will not last that long. <laughs> They'll be gone by the end of the season. <laughs> well, well you'll, t- you'll, you'll leave with more than one today so you can really live your best just, apple butter life. I'll have to be rationing it out for myself. But it is one of my favorite things to just give to people. Yeah. Well, it's such a good gift, and it's also like, here's this thing I made, which is here's always really fun. I made. It tastes really good. And also... I mean, if you're trying to do like budget Christmas, yeah. How much does six pounds of apples cost? I don't know, like five dollars. Like I don't know how much apples cost, but like couldn't be cheaper. Yeah, that and get your <laughs> uh, ball jars, and you're good to you're good to party. Yeah, and ball jars are also when you buy a case of them. I think that case of twelve uh-huh. was like four dollars. Yep, like they're really cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like exactly. Well, truly a cheap. It was thing to do. one thing that was interesting for me was um, how you essentially just like because we poured it into the jars hot, hot and then put the lids on mm-hmm. and then it just kind of sealed itself, mm-hmm. which I grew up with my mom doing like a ton of canning. Yeah. But it was such a process. And I was always like I wasn't allowed to help too much because I'd like mess it up. But to me, it always well, you do super have to risky. be it is. It is a tricky thing. So, like, this is a this is like the really simple way. You put it in super hot, and then the suction from the heat sort of self seals with these ones. Um, but no, I've done the full like water bath canning, and it is fucking tricky. And you have to keep it. You do have to be particular. Like, I don't think I would want Juniper in there helping either. Like, I get keeping kids out of the kitchen for it because. If you don't get the seal right or if something Mm -hmm. doesn't, whatever, that, like, creates, allows bacteria or air or something, like, other things can occur. And then it can, like, you know, hopefully it's just one jar. But if it does it to a whole batch, you're like, Uh fuck, like, your whole garden's just, like, getting dumped. Yep. (laughs) Just, like, rotting. So canning can be really tricky, but this this method is so easy. Um, I've done it this way a couple times, and it's, I mean... It works because within like after you left, probably within an hour, all of the all of the lids had sucked in. Oh, nice! They had all suctioned down. Okay. And then, um, and then I was able to tighten the rings a little bit more, flip them upside down. I did flip them upside down eventually. We tried initially, and I was like, <laughs> exploded. Yeah, it was a mess. But I did flip them upside down, and you could see where the air bubble like floats up, and that's just pulling it even more. Yeah physics baby (laughs) um but i left them upside down overnight and then here we are nice Mm -hmm. they're delightful um when i was like looking up stuff about apple butter there was uh kind of like a note about like the kinds of apples you do use like Mm -hmm. affect it because they were saying like the softer the apple kind of like the less it has to cook down so Traditionally, like I think um, the brands kind of like mentioned that I was seeing were like Macintosh or Gala apples or like things like that were a mm-hmm. good one for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of funny because uh, Honeycrisp and Pink Lady are like two of my favorite apples to just like eat as like a snack because yeah. they're crisp. Yeah. And I like that. And they're not I, super I, sweet. I swear it was Pink Lady. Maybe it wasn't. I don't remember what the second. I don't remember. No. But. Um, yeah, honey crisps are great. Mm-hmm. And I think they're on the sweeter side. Mm-hmm. And so whichever other one I got was a little closer to the tart side. Okay. 
Um, well, it was also like, I was curious about like the origin of apple butter as well. Mm-hmm. And it seems like, so it's really from like Belgium, the Netherlands and Germany. Um, mm. Like a ton of monasteries over there had these really large like fruit orchards. And so um, specifically apples and um so as a way to preserve uh, the fruit so that it wouldn't go to waste after like the harvest, they came up with this like cooking it down kind of method. Yeah. And then a ton of uh, German immigrants uh, came to Pennsylvania and uh, it really became part of the community over there, which um, we always like, uh, specifically like Pennsylvania Dutch, which is kind of like the Amish Mennonite like type thing. Mm-hmm. We always had apple butter like if you went to any like amish restaurant yeah back home like there's on always the table, apple butter right? on the table yeah. no matter the season yep. and i was actually learning something when i was like reading it because they were saying like yeah it goes with the whole pennsylvania dutch thing of like seven sour things on the table and seven sweet things mm. for like the balance and i was and they were talking about like there's always relishes there's apple butter you know like this whole kind of like balance of the feast and i was sitting there and i was like i've like never heard that but then I was thinking about like growing up and like on the table, we would always have relish. Like there was always like something pickled, like something there really? to just like, there would be like a cheese plate, there would be relish. And then there was always like jam or something like that for like the bread. And I was like, that was never like explicitly like stated or anything like that. But it I was like, it's what she Yeah. Did. So I found that like so interesting because I was like, have you I'm, since talked to your mom about it? No, because I I just read that two hours ago, oh, okay. and so I'm gonna ask It'd be her about interesting it. Interesting to ask her about that. Yeah, to like see if that's something she knew. Because I was like, I've yeah, I've never yeah, heard this. Or she could have just grown up with those things mm-hmm. and just assumed like they need to be on the table. Yep. So there's a reason for it. They're like, yeah, it's all about like the balance of like contrasting sweet and sour, and but having why seven specifically. I don't know. That. Oh interesting well seven is god's perfect number so i'm assuming it's something related to that but i guess (laughs) (laughs) um no but i thought that was just like kind of interesting and it's also um i think growing up as a kid i maybe did think there was butter in apple butter but it's really all about. a lot of people do yeah but it's all about the consistency of it Uh and how it's spreadable like butter yeah. So that's no. This episode is going to be real Ian heavy because he <laughs> was he was watching all of my Instagram stories as I was making it because I like put it on my like personal like kid friendly Instagram, uh, and he was like, "What is this?" Because he's in England, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I was like, "It's apple butter," and he was like, "Is there butter?" Like, because it's oh, it sounds gross. Like he yeah. assumed there was butter in it. Yeah, which. Aside from peanut butter and butter, like apple and butter doesn't sound great. Like it doesn't sound like a no. solid combo. Not something you want cooking down in a crock pot no. together. And so I was like, no, no, no. I think it's just called butter because of the texture. Like it gets really creamy mm-hmm. and spreadable like a butter. Um, And then once you refrigerate it, it's even thicker. Like it's even more probably the consistency of a spreadable butter. But um. He was like, we definitely don't have that here. And I was like, well, we're putting it on English muffins. He's like, we have crumpets. I was like, we've covered this. This is These are the things we talk about, apparently. But then he, like, he was like, I was, like, telling him the ingredients of the apple butter. And he's like, oh, that sounds like what we 
He's like, we make hot drinks in the winter and put it in cider. And he was like, we call it mold cider. I was like, Uh we got that. (laughs) Uh America's on that page with you. (laughs) But he actually lives in the region that cider originated in. Oh. And so I was like also getting ready for the Diskin show. And Uh I was like, well, I've got a show at a cidery. I think, when was I talking to him? Thursday, maybe? I was like, it's tomorrow. And he was like, oh, he's like, do they carbonate it? And I was like, some are carbonated, some are not. He's like, okay, well, the original's an uncarbonated. And he was like, but he was like, all of the seasons or like the seasonings, uh-huh. he's like, you're using are the same as like what's in the original ciders here. That and then he proceeded to send me photos of bottled cider. I was like, okay, all right, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was actually very sweet. But um, yeah, he was like, we definitely don't have apple butter over here that's so interesting well i mean i guess that makes sense if it was a thing that originated in like belgium the netherlands and germany yeah and that is like their native fruit because once i described it i was like well maybe they just call it something Something else and he was just like man well like it is also interesting because like when i think about like i have never really done like my mom when we had apple butter she would always do a layer of butter and then apple butter on top of it but I always liked just the, like, straight apple butter. Um, I don't know. What do you mean, just straight? Like, just apple butter on the bread without oh, butter. yeah, yeah, yeah. Without that layer. Yeah. So, but I know people do, like, that combined taste of, like, butter and apple butter. Yeah, well, I mean, I think people, it's, like, the same as, like, cheese and apple pie. It's kind of, like, that dairy apple mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. which I get. I don't, again, I make it. I don't eat it. On, I mostly put it on stuff for Juniper. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I mean, I like it, mm-hmm. but I like to just give it away, honestly. <laughs> because my mom also, I didn't grow up with my mom making it, but we had it on a more seasonal basis. And it was because, and I don't remember if I talked about this last time when we had the biscuits, but our family friend, Sam Baker, is like the master canner of everything. She makes the most insane jams and jellies and apple butter. And like she, I remember my like earliest canning memories are going over to her house. This is, I'm young, six. It's pre seven because we moved and ended up, anyway, whatever. This is <laughs> unnecessary details. But I'm like, a kindergarten yeah and like i remember going to her house and it would be just her and my her and my mom just in her kitchen with all those huge stock pots mm-hmm. with like the li- like the thing where you would like the racks them down come in out the water. yeah all of that i don't know if you saw because i pulled out my mm-hmm. stock pot i had the racks and everything mm-hmm. inside of it but like it's too much <laughs> it's, it's a lot so of work. much work <laughs> it's a lot but she would do all of her garden stuff she would make all the salsas but she was also doing I feel like she had fruit trees and berry. I mean, she, to this day, still makes it because, um, like, one of her sons, Josiah, was like, uh, he posted about it recently. He was like, my mom just sent me her blah, 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 jam. And I'm like, ah, oh, Sam's jam. <laughs> like, um, but she was where, she was our source of apple butter, basically. Okay. That's where we always got it from. So it was always homemade I don't even know if they sell it in a store, to be honest. Outside of like an Amish store, like, do they sell it at Kroger? I don't know. That's a good question. Like, I, I don't. I've never purchased it. It was. I mean, because of the Amish and Mennonites around, like, it was you always didn't available have to for purchase. Go else. Yeah. Um, 
But I do find it weird that like my mom never made it because that very much seems like a thing that she would make. But like our thing with apples was applesauce. Like we made homemade applesauce. Right. Every I remember fall. you talking about that, which yeah, is yeah, just yeah. a different texture. Completely different. Also, yeah. I guess not all of the spices and everything as well. Mm-mm. Just sugar. Because my, I mean, applesauce was also something that my mom always added cinnamon to when she gave it to mm-hmm. us. We I always had cinnamon applesauce. Applesauce with cinnamon in it. That's not it's what I want. It's the same thing. Like, Mm-mm. no? No, it's not. Like, and I, <laughs> like, I can't eat store-bought applesauce. Yeah, that tastes like nothing to me. you told me that. I can't deal. Because, like, once you've had, like. Real. Well, like, after you've, like put it through like there i don't even know what the machines i remember i think you talked about last time like your aunt coming over and making it or something well it used to be like it would be my grandma my mom Mm. me and then two of my mom's sister-in-laws yeah and it would just be like so many bushels of apples and we would like peel them by hand quarter them and then you would um or no we didn't peel them we would quarter them by hand and then you would we would have like four pots going on the stove, like mm-hmm. boiling until they got down and mushy. And then you would drain the water and then um, put them into this like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but it was like an, a press where it would get out like the flesh of the apples and the seeds and the skins would like go out a different side. Like it would get like strained essentially. And it was so it would just like yeah. all come out. And like once you've had like fresh hot applesauce like that, like that flavor, mm-hmm. it's just completely different. Interesting. And the like the consistency of it is so different than store bought. Like it's so much smoother. It's like all the moisture is there. I don't know. It's just <laughs> very good. I'm very, I'm now very hungry for my mom's applesauce. It's not all great. Right. Well, maybe. Now that you know how easy apple butter is, <laughs> when you go home for Christmas, you guys can like have a new thing to do together. Hey, you know she's always up. She's always <laughs> up for trying a new thing when it comes to the in the kitchen. Um, yeah, I don't. I remember my mom taking a couple jars with her last time she left, but she's definitely never <laughs> made it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe she has, but like it maybe like a one-time yeah. thing. My mom always like she made strawberry jam and grape mm-hmm. jelly every year and then my mom really loves anything peach flavored yeah so when i was in high school she got into like peach jam we always had homemade jam but two yeah. flavors sam's jam i mean, I mean it's oof. she would do like the jalapeno mm. peach raspberry mm-hmm. like so many good combinations and the variations of it that's yeah. awesome always berries always mm. um no so i uh I'm going on that road trip soon and my friends who live like right on the border of New Hampshire and Vermont were like, hey, we can take you apple picking in an orchard. And I was like, absolutely. (laughs) I want to do that in Vermont in the fall. You better have some fucking frolicking (laughs) photos or it doesn't count. Yeah. I'm just going to have to. You better buy a hat. You better buy a Nashville hat before you go. Dear God. That's Mm. what you have to have. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think know it's a I requirement to get into an orchard. Mm, we'll see. Hopefully they're a little bit more relaxed up there in Vermont. They're not. <laughs> that, especially the Vermont-New Hampshire border, I spent however long I was up there. And it is a fucking weird area. <laughs> I'm excited to see it. Like, because I, 
I mean, I've been to New Hampshire like once, but it was only to visit like uh, a friend for like a couple of days. So I didn't really do any like sightseeing. It was just to like hang out. Yeah. Um, and I've been to Boston. But other than that, I have like not been to New England. Like I, well, I... like especially, yeah, it's a different breed up there. And like that specifically, New Hampshire, Vermont area, because you kind of cross back and forth uh-huh. into both states as you're going up and there's a river through a lot of the state line i think and stuff and it's very rural Mm -hmm. and which you and i can both appreciate like we come from rural upbringings or whatever but it's like beautiful and then the people are not (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how to explain it like um one of the comedians here brandon he's from or he grew up there he's i think he went to high school up there i don't know He, like, posted a meme last week, and it made me laugh so hard because it was, like, born and raised in New Hampshire with Southern pride. And it's literally, like, a dude that looks just like every dude in New Hampshire and, like, a wife beater with a rebel flag. And you're like, (laughs) what are you talking Uh about? Like, you guys are so weird. Yeah. And there's also pockets, though, of, like, really lovely, like, more hippie folks Mm -hmm. who are not the weird... I don't know. I have such a, like, weird opinion of that area. But it's so pretty and so confusing. Well, it's also interesting because, like, I'm spending a decent amount of time in Maine, Mm -hmm. which is, like, I think the whitest state in the country. Yes. Whitest and maybe oldest because, like, I think everyone our age is just kind of, like, leaving it. One of my favorite bosses was from Maine. Her accent was fantastic. I don't even know if I could... I don't oh. know what a main accent is like. Oh. I'm excited to hear it. <laughs> Look, no. Before you go, YouTube, like, main accent videos, okay. it is it is so weird and awesome. Like, I could never even try to do it. Okay. Like, there's no – it's not just, like, doing a southern drawl or doing, like, west coast – like, no. It is so unique, I think. And they talking about lobster and all that shit. It's so <laughs> insane. Okay. Her name was Tiki, and she yeah, <laughs> she was fantastic. Okay, Tiki, you have to be with a name like that. Amazing. Uh, but yeah, she was like rough around the edges, but like so kind. It's like a, it is a really weird, like hardworking blue collar hippie. It's such a weird combination. That's a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm, I'm really excited interested. for you to be up there. Well, I am too. And I'm also like, I'm really excited to just like drive through everything. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what I, I mean, you know, I talked about this, like I really love driving in mm-hmm. a new area and especially, so I'm spending like two days in Acadia National Park. Mm. And then from there, I'm driving from there to New Hampshire. Yeah. I think it's like a five hour drive and I was looking at, like, the different routes, and there's one that's, like, basically, like, no highways. And I was like, yes, yeah. that is what I want. No, that's what you want. Because yep. you're going to see, I think, because when you go and you go to, like, the touristy, like, coastal lobster mm-hmm. shack or, mm-hmm. like, you know, that's one sense of it. But to, like, get in with the people, uh-huh. it's so no. weird. What is your route from Maine to where? Okay, well... I'm starting out, so, like, I'm stopping in Ohio first. Right. And then from Ohio, I'm driving to Providence, Rhode Island. Okay, so you're cutting across and then going up. Yes. And I'm spending a night in Providence. And then from Providence, I'm, like, 
going through Massachusetts mm-hmm. and then up the coast of Maine. And I'm going to stop in Portland for a few hours mm-hmm. and like do lunch, like walk around. That's a cool. No, Portland's a cool little city. Well, and they have like a ton of breweries too. So I want to mm-hmm. like check out some of the beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm spending like three days in this tiny town called Whiskaset. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but they have a lobster shack there that mm-hmm. apparently has won like best lobster roll yeah. in the state a couple of times you have to get one yeah do you I've like never, lobster i don't think i've like had like straight lob. like i've had like a lobster cake or like you know like anything like that but not oh i know so i'm like excited to try yeah. it and the place where i'm supposed to try lobster yeah, yeah. um so i'm doing that but like as a tiny town and there's nothing really there it's just because like that's where i found a cheap affordable like cute airbnb are you gonna be the next gabby <laughs> <laughs> no because i'm not Hopefully traveling with anyone <laughs> out, they've solved that crime right Ooh. so wild it's so i know weird. you're a true crime person more uh-huh. than me but i've been like uh-huh on the case <laughs> <laughs> just stalking the instagrams well she like her instagram got like deactivated anyway so the, that <sighs> case we're not gonna talk about that because yeah. i could talk about it for another hour yeah but it's the internet sleuths are so impressive uh-huh the things are pointing out and uh-huh. the things are unwrapped. Like, it's so cool. Well, and it's also, like, where she went missing, like, two other women were murdered, like, right there. Like, there's, there's so, so many much. ties. There's so much. And no, the I... address... Okay. I, we are sidetracking <laughs> so hard. The address from where the police report was called into when they had that domestic dispute uh-huh. is the exact address that's listed as, like, one of the women who was killed, their work address. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many... Oh. <laughs> so... <laughs> so dumb because i don't ever care about this stuff and i'm like captivated it's fascinating because the internet's doing all the work Uh like who knows i guess the police are too but like well did you ever watch that documentary that was like don't fuck with cats i think that's what it's called that's what this is reminding me of where i'm like people we got it we'll solve it the community (laughs) will solve it and they'll figure it out they'll be doing the wild documentary that documentary is insane oh my gosh it is truly weird yeah um yeah and the people solving it are all 24 yeah <laughs> they're all like these young hot girls on instagram and tiktok and they're like actually let me break it down and you're like i'm listening uh-huh. no i ended up on that tiktok for like a while and i was like mm, mm-hmm. you think i don't use tiktok you're the only reason i ever open tiktok is when you send me shit mm-hmm. and you better believe this week i followed the gabby fucking hashtags i was like ah here we go <laughs> Uh, I think so uh, I think at one point New York asked me what I was doing or what I was watching on TV, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure I just like sidestepped and was like just hanging out because I was like scrolling <laughs> this murder uh-huh. case. Uh-huh. <laughs> so dumb. Anyways, Maine, don't get murdered in your tiny town. Gonna really try not to get murdered there or in the national park when I'm hiking alone. <laughs> yes, please. Uh huh. Um, but. No, I'm just excited to, like, see something new and just see that different part of the country. Um, but it's going to be – I like, like, the first half of my trip is going to be, like, super New England, super rural. Um, I found, like, on the way over to my friends in New Hampshire, I found a um, 
maple syrup farm oh maple's big there there's Uh the yeah i (laughs) forgot about all that they have all these like great stores like general stores Mm -hmm. and like font like and every one of them has like maple leaf shaped syrups and butters and soaps and yeah maple everything give me the yeah like that maple flavor is what i want Mm -hmm. um so that's like the first like third of my trip and then the like rest of it is like New York, Philadelphia, Baltimore, like, let's hit up the cities yeah. and do all that. So it's a nice, like, mix of things. No, that's great. There's yeah. a place, I mean, I don't know where on the New Hampshire, Vermont border you'll be, but there's, I think it's right off, like, the state highway that goes up the border, a giant basket shop. Okay. And I think I went in there more than once. I think I went in there with my mom because my mom helped me drive cross country when we went and stayed up there. Okay. And then I think I took Juniper in at one point. But it's literally like, probably not this. Like, I'm trying to think of like what primary store size to compare it to. Maybe like a Walgreens or a CVS. Okay. Of just baskets. Like floor to ceiling baskets. A basket for anything you might need. Also maple things okay and also like home decor and like it it was very new england (laughs) well okay when you say a basket store what that makes me think of um have you ever heard of lana burger baskets no okay have you ever seen the office building that's shaped like a basket I feel like I've heard of it. Okay. It's in Ohio. Okay. It's like less than two hours from where I'm from. Okay. And there were a couple times where we would like go do a tour of like the basket factory. Like I remember specifically doing that like one time. And I think this was when I was in like junior high or something like that. There was this huge thing where like a small plane like flew through the handles of the basket building (laughs) and got like arrested obviously oh like they flew through without hitting the handles yes oh yes like as like a stunt type thing um and that's what i so when you said basket store that automatically made me think of lana burger which is just kind of funny yeah the the building is so distinctive it's hilarious it looks like a picnic basket huh yeah Cool. Yeah, mm. I think I have. I've definitely seen photos, I think. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a weird. And they're all like hand woven since 1980 or 1890. <laughs> oh my God. Well, it's also interesting to think about like, you know, this is the oldest part of the country. Uh, That's like, true. That, These are, yeah. You know, the colonies. That's where mm-hmm. it started. I mean, you'll get to see a little bit. How much time are you spending in Boston? None. None. Oh, okay. I'm not even going through Boston this time. Okay. Yeah, it is. Um, it's an interesting, like, it, the cobblestone and, like, mm-hmm. Philadelphia is also a similar vibe. Like, there's just so much, like, American history in those places. You know, like, murdering indigenous people and stuff. Yep. But also... <laughs> Just historically, you're like, oh, no, this is the beginning of our country. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. So we'll see. Cool. I'm also, yeah, I'm just excited to to be in on the road again. Yeah. And then New York. You said New York, Baltimore. New York, Philadelphia, Baltimore, and then making a pit stop in Virginia, and then I'll be home. Yeah. So. Baltimore, not a fan of at all in any capacity, but Philadelphia and New York are great. <laughs> Uh, I have a friend that just moved to Baltimore, so we're going to be, like, exploring her neighborhood a bit 
So I'm excited about that. Oh, I'm sure there's definitely cool pockets, but Mm -hmm. it's just kind of a sad city. Yeah. Well, the history behind it is, like, well, just everything that's happened. Well, it's also, like, the epicenter for the heroin epidemic. Mm -hmm. It's just, Mm -hmm. Not my city. No. Philly's great. I've been there so many times, and it's one of my favorite, I think... Outside of New York, I think that's the only city. Because I have, like, I'm a little jaded against it. Like, I didn't love Boston. Yeah. It was cool, but I would never want to, like, I mean, it's the entire reason we moved to Nashville. Because I was like, this is, I don't want to move to Boston. These are not my people. Yeah. (laughs) I came, I saw, I want to (laughs) leave. Go back to the South. (laughs) Fair. Yeah. Fair. Mm. hope I'm not isolating or, you know, making all of our New England listeners sad, but I just don't like it up there. We're, we're cooler down here. I feel like I have thought that I would like it in New England, and I'm interested to see if that's the case. I feel like I just like the weather in New England. Yeah. I'm, well, were you a Gilmore Girls person? I was. I did enjoy Gilmore Girls quite a bit. Yeah. So that, that was probably part is, of it. That makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Rory Ugh, um, terrible human being yeah yeah it's I'm, I'm I'm glad you get to go experience it and then come report back <laughs> and now when this comes out you'll have returned uh-huh I will be back and it'll be Halloween time yeah we'll be uh we'll be getting into that planning out our potential costumes for this year do you have any ideas? Uh, you're the one who comes up with the ideas for our Halloween. Did uh, I come up with Booksmart? Absolutely, you did. I did? Yeah, because like oh. we were talking about... Um, so like I didn't grow up doing Halloween. Me neither. In any capacity. Because of the devil. Yes, it was mm-hmm. the devil's holiday. Yep. Um, and I feel like I also just never like loved that thing of like dressing up either. Yeah. Like I was just like, whatever. I've never desired to be like a slutty bumblebee. So no. sort of limited my Halloween... Exactly. Um, But we were like, I remember we were talking about it like two years ago and you were trying to change my stance on it a little bit. And then you texted me and you were like, what if we go as the friends from Booksmart? And I was like, I'm in. (laughs) Well, first of all, is there a more comfortable costume? Than a blue jumpsuit? No. (laughs) Do we had, did we have to put on any sort of like glitter? No. Or fake eyelashes or wings Mm -mm. or anything no nope we literally just went as basically ourselves i wore a beret that was that was not that was out of character yeah i think you wore a fanny pack that's in character that is in character now (laughs) um and then white converse and yeah yeah, it It was was easy it was easy. It was fun. A few people and we didn't we also didn't party no we went to jackalope which was the exact vibe I wanted for that mm-hmm. type of thing. Just so low-key. Very low-key. Just us two awkwardly in a corner talking mm-hmm. to no Judging one else. everyone else's uh, costumes. Mm-hmm. You saw your daughter's principal. principal. <laughs> you were very nervous about that. <laughs> well, it was, a, it was a very revealing night in that mm-hmm. I was unaware that he was gay. And so I saw him with his partner for the first time. Uh Or actually, I think it's his husband. Yeah. 
And then I also saw another admin. She was with them and she was with her partner. And I was like, okay, because this would have been first grade? Two years ago. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was relatively new to the school. Okay. In like, you know, we hadn't been there very long. Um, yeah, first grade. Not second grade. No, second was entirely remote learning. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so yeah, it must have been first grade. Anyways, we saw them there. And so I was like, I was learning things about my school staff, which was very enlightening. He was dressed as a monkey, and his partner was Curious George. Yes. And that was like straight out of elementary school. I was like, yeah, they they work with children. <laughs> uh, but no, a couple of people did figure out. They figured out who we were. Who we were, yeah. I straightened my hair. Oh, Yeah. That was weird. We also tried to take photos that were oh my a God. complete fail. Those are potentially the worst photos of myself I've ever 100%. seen. 100%. So bad. We've never looked worse. We couldn't. Because we looked pretty cool. Yeah. We couldn't capture that in a photo. Could not prove it in a photo nope. whatsoever. You'll never know it happened. Nope. I think bad. we even tried to do the like light pole post. We like- did. <laughs> that they do in the movie. Yes. And it was not comical. Good. In a it way that made me want to cry. Um, yeah, no. So, I mean, I think we continue. Last year, last year you didn't participate in Halloween. Yeah, you had a show. At I had your a house? house show here. Yeah, and I went full Ali Wong uh-huh. while pregnant. <laughs> I was a great costume. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, it was spot on <laughs> for being white. Um, and that was fun. But that's probably also maybe the most outside of character costume I've ever worn. Yeah, animal print. Animal print form-fitted with a fake pregnant belly. Yeah. Bright red lipstick, cat eye glasses. Like, it was all of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, and two people thought I was pregnant in real life. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I do have the body for that. <laughs> I do look like I'm about to give birth. Not that I gave birth eight fucking years ago. <laughs> That's my body journey right now. <laughs> um, so this year, I think we have to get back on trend. Probably go to Jackalope. Mm-hmm. I think Halloween's on a Sunday. It's on a Sunday. So I feel like the parties will be like Friday Saturday, or Saturday night. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I have some ideas. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. <laughs> It's just because Ted Lasso is the greatest show that's ever been made. And Ted Lasso is the greatest human that's ever existed in a show as a character. Can't wait to see you in a mustache. It's going to be amazing. Usually I ride him. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's the plan. TBD. Mm-hmm. Who Which I'm character going to be. Gonna play. I really like the idea of Keely because I like you in animal print with like a long ponytail and like oh a stupid face. Like, you know, like that sounds so that, not at, like very costume like. Uh huh. However, I don't see you wanting to do that. Yep. <laughs> we'll see. But it's like, it's that or do I want to be Coach Beard and wear a literal beard? Yeah, you have to wear a full face of beard. Yeah. And you really need to get caught up because this episode will inspire a potential outfit, which everyone would recognize. And it's so magical. 
I also don't think he'll do it, but it's so magical. <laughs> I will um, have to get caught up for sure. Maybe that's what I'll do while I'm hanging out by myself in Airbnbs in Maine in the evenings. No, you need to like get caught up like Oh tonight. now. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Sorry, <laughs> tonight I'm rewatching season two of Succession. I already have plans for that. Mm-hmm. Because the third season starts October seventeenth. I know, but that's Cannot a long ways wait. away. A month. Mm, yeah. It's the 19th right now while we're recording. But I'm like gone for the next three weeks. So. You just you said know. you have a lot of alone time. No, but I'm re watching it with Doshi. Oh. Yeah. 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 I know. I do need to like do a refresher course. Also, uh, the new season of The Morning Show just started too. Mm, I've never seen any of oh, that. Oh, it's so good. Also good. All right. Like, I don't know. I loved it. Because I love Steve Carell. I love Steve Carell in serious roles. Steve Carell as a comedian is like, nah. fine. Steve Carell in serious Like, ah. Uh, what is his... Uh, Dan in real life? I love that stupid family movie so much. I don't think I've ever seen that. It takes place in New England. Watch that tonight. <laughs> like, they go and have a family. They all get together at the family house on the lake, and there's it's fucking fall and rainy and gloomy New England. You'll love it. <laughs> You'll love it. Okay. Anyways, I love his role. And, and then, you know, Jennifer Aniston and Reese, they are what they are. But I, the story was great. Because the first season is, like, loosely based on Matt Lauer and the whole scandal mm-hmm. that happened. And then the second season, the first episode just came out, but the whole first episode is foreshadowing, like, they're celebrating New Year's Eve 2019 coming into 2020. So they have no no. idea what's coming, and you, like, know, and then there's been Uh. some, like, there's been some shots of, like, empty streets in Mm -hmm. New York, and then it's, like, three months earlier, and you're like, oh, my God. See, that's (laughs) just not the content I want at the moment, like... It was funny. So I was watching the newest season of Modern Love uh, on Amazon Prime. And there was like one episode where Mm -hmm. it was set in Ireland. And it was like the beginning of the lockdown. Mm -hmm. And I think it was. I watched it. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. There was that one thing where they were like, oh, yeah, we're just going home for like two weeks. And then we'll like all be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was like sitting there and I was like, "Mm, no, a year and a half later, we're still in it. Like, (laughs) where it was just like, Mm -hmm. I'm not ready to watch this yet. They also had, like, I didn't watch it because I definitely wasn't interested, but, like, love in quarantine or, like, no. love in lockdown Mm-mm. or something. I was like, Mm-mm. fuck that. That looks terrible. Because I yeah. think that one they actually filmed via Zoom. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm good on that. No. No I lived through that. so many Zoom shows. I could, no. I'm good on that. <sighs> yeah. But, I mean, this one's interesting because you're, like, far enough out that you're, like, you're going to watch the drama in their lives unfold in, like, a completely new way. Mm-hmm. Mm. We'll see. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. Well, we'll have to report back in the next episode as to what I went as for Halloween. We'll see. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because these are spaced out now, so mm-hmm. you'll find out what we did. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping there's false eyelashes and glitter, though. Personally, I have not worn false eyelashes since my senior prom. You wore eyelashes to prom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I cannot picture that considering you could barely put on 
<laughs> a non-nude eyeshadow. Oh, my makeup was fairly, for me, dramatic uh, for that prom. Define dramatic. Oh, my eyes were like, like, I think there was a lot of black involved. Yeah, there wasn't a ton of color, but like, I mean, I had on fake eyelashes. That full smoky eye full for prom. Full smoky eye. Yes. How, like, erotic of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I went to prom as a guy, so... And it wasn't my prom. It was someone else's. <laughs> I didn't go to my prom. <laughs> I just went as a date in a suit with another girl. I wonder why my parents were worried. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that about you. Yeah. Huh. Uh-huh. I went as someone else's date, like a girl's date for homecoming my senior year, but I went in a dress. No, was I was like, I'll be your, like her boyfriend had just like dumped her and I was like, yeah. girl, I got you. I mean, that was a weird time in our lives. I was no longer in high school. Oh. I had already graduated and she was a year younger than me and she lived with me her last year of high school. <laughs> she lived with Matt and I. Oh, wow. Okay. It was a whole. Yeah. Shout out to Stevie. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to. I'll, I'll pull up a photo i think i have like one like car selfie of that time i i'm sure she has her actual prom photos but did you wear a tie yeah how'd you do your hair slick back in a like a oh high pony God. okay yeah you'll see okay and my fucking lip piercing Ew, it was <laughs> <a little. laughs> and uh i just went and danced with a bunch of kids in high school still <laughs> and that was like prime like um Fallout Boy era and that kind oh. of shit. Okay, I know what that dance floor looked Fallout like. Fallout Boy and Panic at the Disco. Mm-hmm. More your era than mine. Yep. I find both of those bands obnoxious, but mm, I really loved them when they came out. I believe that. Yep. I mean, they're they're they got bops. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't know which way to hold it. Oh, a little bit of the poof. Yeah, you I would guess. wear a white suit. This is delightful. Yeah, with a black uh-huh. black shirt and black. Tie. Super cute. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we went to a lot of places today. We, we really did. covered a lot of topics. These English muffins really just took us on a ride. Brought out the storytelling. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There it is. Well, we've been so fall-centric with our flavors the last two episodes. Mm-hmm. We'll have to figure out what we're doing out next. I don't know if that's going away because Thanksgiving's approaching and that's my season. That's right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> I love Thanksgiving and I can't wait and fucking have fun in New England. <laughs> <laughs> I will. You'll get all the details. Well, we so appreciate you listening to this very random discombobulated episode. Yeah. But I had a great time. This was great. Apple butter was a success. Was so happy to see you eat something. <laughs> the English muffins were fine. They're good. The flavor was great. The flavor. Was I gotta great. figure. I think it, next time less flour. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a couple of people that are getting shipped jars of it. So amazing. You know, not of the muffins. We know what we're talking about. Yes. Um, great. Thanks for listening. All right. Please rate and review us. I haven't checked our reviews lately. Oh, I haven't either. Maybe we'll do that yeah. and go over them next time. Well, because an episode will have aired by next time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll have back, gotten back on the the radar or something. <laughs> Fucking. This is a good We're one, gonna folks. Wrap it. We're going to wrap it. We're yeah. going to call it. Someone needs to go take a nap. Um... <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Well, this was fun and delicious as usual. Mm-hmm. So take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.